Welcome to all of you who have joined. We're going to be having some lovely worshipful music, praise songs, whilst we wait for our time to start. So just worship along and just, um, you know, just give God thanks for today. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Before we start, I would advise that um, everybody would mute their phones. I would make the announcement in the next couple of minutes, but until then, just um, worship along and just give God praise. Amen. Happy Easter to you and to your families. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We're just going to have that wonderful song, um, You Raise Me Up. Praise God. Welcome, welcome, good morning, Auntie P, welcome. Welcome, Sister P. Welcome. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome. God bless you all. God bless. Welcome to those of you who have just joined. Kindly mute your phone as we go into a time of prayer. The Lord be with you. Holy and risen Lord, we come to worship you this day. On this special Easter day, we thank you for all you have done for us. We lift our eyes to honor you, living Jesus. You have overcome death. Fill us with your joy. Fill us with your new life. We come confessing our sins to you, Almighty God. On this Easter day, we confess that we have failed to recognize you as our Savior. For those times when we have failed to do so, for those times when we have failed to acknowledge you as our risen Lord, when we have doubted that you are with us, Forgive us and fill our hearts with joy. When we have not shared your good news, when we have been too concerned with ourselves, when we have not shared the joy of knowing you with others, forgive us and fill our hearts with joy. when we have failed to bring hope to the hopeless, when we have failed to bring joy to the joyless, when we have failed to offer your grace to those who hurt us, forgive us and fill our hearts with joy. Amen. Sister Enid would lead us 
in two praise time songs. He's alive, he's alive. Jesus is alive forever. He's alive, amen. He's alive, amen. He's alive. Jesus is alive forever. He's alive, amen. He's alive, amen. He's alive. Jesus is alive forever. He's alive, amen. Have you heard what the Lord has done? He has destroyed the works of Satan. He has given us a victory. That's why we sing, okay. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Innie. Any birthdays? Ephraim. Any other birthday apart from Ephraim? Let us all join now in prayers for Ephraim. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Father God, we want to thank you for your son, Ephraim. Thank you for blessing him with another year. We thank you because you are Jehovah Jireh, his provider. We thank you because you are a mighty God. You are Jehovah Rohi, his healer. We thank you, Lord, you are Jehovah Shammah, his peace. We thank you because you are the God that never fails. We thank you for all that you have done for him and all that you will do for him. Bless him in his going out and in his coming in. We ask your blessing upon his parents and upon his sister. We thank you because, Father, that you would exalt him to higher heights, you would bless him with health and strength, you would bless him with long life in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray that surely goodness and mercy will continue to follow him all the days of his life, and he will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 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 Sister June? Yes, sir. Tyron, but there was Friday. Okay, let's pray for Tyron too. Let's pray for Tyron now. Father, we pray for Tyron. We ask for your blessing upon him. We ask that you would guide him by day as well as by night. We ask that your love would embrace him. Your anointing would be upon him. We pray that as he joins into the future, you will continue to be his God. You will continue to exalt him. You will continue to show him your favor. And surely goodness and mercy will continue to follow him all the days of his life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're now going to be blessed as we 
just have another hymn and can it be? Amen. Amen. And claim the crown, the crown through Christ, our own. Amen. God is good. All the time, God is good. Amen. We're going to hear the word now, so let us bow our heads in, in prayer. Father God, we want to thank you for today and we ask for your grace that is sufficient for us. Bless us and speak to us now and guide us by the power of your Holy Spirit that on this resurrected Sunday we will continue to glorify you as you minister to our hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Easter 2020. Our theme for today is Don't Be Afraid, The Stone Will Be Removed. Don't Be Afraid, The Stone Will Be Removed. And our text comes from Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. Matthew 28, verses 1 to 10. Don't be afraid the stone would be removed. According to Matthew's Gospel, Mary Magdalene and Mary went to the tomb. It is very significant that two women went to the tomb and all of a sudden there was an earthquake and the angel of the Lord appeared to them and told them, don't seek for the living among the dead. Jesus Christ that you are seeking is no longer here. Come and see the place where they laid him. And the ladies went and saw the empty tomb for themselves. And the angel said, go and tell his disciples that he has risen. He is not dead. He has gone ahead and on their way quickly, speedily and hurriedly going to share the good news. They met Jesus himself. They met Jesus himself. They were amazed at his presence and uh, worshipped him. And he told them to take the gospel. Don't be afraid, he told them as well. And they went with the gospel, hallelujah, and told the disciples. 
that Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive. He is risen. Up from the grave, my friends, he arose. With a mighty triumph over his foes, he arose a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with the saints to reign. Something very interesting, on that first Easter Sunday, that first Easter day, the disciples were living in fear. The disciples were afraid. They were afraid because they were not sure what was happening to Jesus. Hence, Jesus directed his message to them to tell them not to be afraid. Easter 2020, the world seems to be afraid. The world seems to be in fear because of COVID-19, because of the coronavirus. But my friends, I want to speak the word of God into your hearts today. I want to speak the word of God into your life. Do not be afraid. Jesus is alive. Amen. God had to remove the stone. God had a purpose. It was time for the stone to, to be removed and God moved that stone. What is that stone? That stone represented the old dispensation. That stone represented the law. That stone had to be removed. It was blocking the new dispensation, which was ushered in by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That dispensation, my friends, is the grace that God offers to us. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And from that first Easter, Jesus is saying to the world, my son is the savior of the world. My son is alive. Jesus is saying to the world, no longer are you under the law. There is now a free flowing grace of God that will flow into the lives of the people of God. And today, my friends, we shall examine the stone that was moved away. We shall examine the stones in our lives that need to be moved away. We shall examine whatever stones we are facing, we are encountering. In the context of our message today, I will look at three points. The empty tomb, point one, point two, the emergency, 999, and point three, avoid, escape, or run away from setbacks. But first, before we go to point one, let's look at why the women? Why the women? Today is a special day for women. Today is a special day for the world because God gave a message. I'm sure at now, this time we are all aware that men see things differently from how women see things. We might see the same thing what the women see differently and the men see differently. 
And I think the idea why God sent women to the tomb, because women are very, very detailed in how they see and in how they report things. Women tend to go on and on. In other words, women tend to be more detailed. And so we say, God, why women? God, why women? And what I think we need to understand was God was giving what we refer to today as breaking news. God was giving the world a breaking news. The people, the people that you are oppressed, the people that you consider inferior, the people that you haven't valued, the women and the children, I want you to stop doing that. He was giving the world a message that women are valuable, women are important, and they are part of my salvation plan. No wonder God chose women to tell the Easter story. Well, the question is, where are the men? The men were there, but the men were hiding. You can imagine if Thomas had gone to the tomb, what would have been his reaction? Well, I went to the tomb, I saw the tomb was empty, but um, I think he must have been hiding somewhere. What about Peter, the chief, the boss? Well, hmm, Peter may have said, well, I was told he wasn't there, but I did not have time to go and check things out. But God understood that the women needed to be ordained and should be the first at the tomb. A woman has that delicate understanding of the things of life. Not only being a delicate vessel herself, but is very motherly and caring. After all, they not only go to the tomb, they took spices to anoint Jesus. They took spices so that they would bless him. And so, my friends, I want you to understand that Jesus is alive. And the women were chosen by God to take the gospel to the world. Something about the anointing. And church, we need to understand that there are too many people today in churches up and down the world that rather tend to anoint that which is dead. They need to realize that sometimes we don't need to anoint the dead traditions. We don't need to anoint the dead habits, the things we used to do in the olden days that no longer work. Again, something about the anointing. The women were going to anoint his body. They were going to anoint his wounds. 
And that is something very, 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 very special. They had a lot of things on their mind. Women are renowned to multitask. They were thinking about the stone. They were thinking about annoying him, about anointing him. They were thinking about what would happen if they are found at the tomb. So, women can multitask. They've also got parents. They spent time preparing the spices at night to anoint his body. And they wanted to make that which was dead smell sweet, hence the anointing. And that tells us a lot about why God chose women on that day. The grace they have, the courage they have to even make what looks bad to look good and to smell sweet because of their devotion, their devotion to themselves, their devotion to their families, their devotion, hallelujah, to God's church, and above all, their devotion to make God's, God's world a better place. The empty tomb. They ran, and they saw that the tomb was empty. John's gospel confirms the point I made earlier on. In John 20, Two of the men, the disciples, they ran. They ran to the tomb. And one of them stopped at the entrance and did not go in. The other one tried and managed to go in. But what is very interesting here is that the napkin, linen clothes that they used to wrap Jesus. Even though they did not find Jesus in the tomb, they found the napkins in the tomb. They found the linen clothes in the tomb, the empty tomb. They saw an empty tomb. No longer was Jesus in the tomb. The stone had been removed. Church, I want you to understand that the linen clothes represent the last thing that his enemies placed on him. The clothes represented the last thing his enemies placed on him and he left that behind. He left that behind. As you listen to the sound of my voice today, I want you to understand that your enemies would fail. Our enemies would fail. I need you to understand that whatever the enemy last placed on you to keep you down, you would leave it behind. You would fold it and pack it away for good. You no longer need what the enemy said to you. You no longer need what the enemy has done to you. Whatever they said about you, 
pack it away and leave it behind. Whatever they did to you, pack it away and leave it behind. Because on this Easter day, on this resurrected Sunday, there is a new you, a new me that is imagined. They metamorphosed you, they transformed you. Hallelujah, has no need for what the enemy placed on you. Hallelujah, you must leave it behind. The last thing the enemy placed on you because God will dress you with something you've never worn before. He will dress you with something out of this world. Hallelujah. What they placed on you was for your lack of progress, was for your defeat. Now that Easter is here, now that the resurrected Sunday is here, your resting place would be in a resurrected Lord. The old you is no longer there. God has raised you up as a new creation. Behold, the old things have passed away and all things has been made new. Today, we say all the enemy has planned against us. We say back to sender in the name of Jesus. From today, any grave that your destiny has been buried, it shall no longer hold you. Any grave that your enemy has put your plans will no longer hold you. Today, we declare that we are liberated. We are lifted up and the joy of the Lord shall be our strength. Be not afraid, my friends. The stone in your life has been removed by Jesus the savior of the world. You might ask me what are the stones? There are so many, but all be removed in Jesus' name. The stone of barrenness, the stone of unproductivity, the stone of ancestral causes, the stone of singleness, the stone of mental illness, the stone of poverty. When God is involved in your life, no power can stop your success. No power can stop your victory. No wonder, St. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who has strengthened me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, all these stones will be removed. And that ushers in a new season in our lives. It ushers in a new season in my life. I'm now reminded of the song the choir normally sings. It's a new season. It's a new day. It's a fresh anointing and it's coming your way. It's coming my way. My way. It's a season of power. A season of victory. A season of prosperity. A new season is coming to us this resurrected day. Be sure, my friends, that when you find yourself in this new season, you are no longer, hallelujah, the person that you used to be. You are a new creation. You have experienced Christ. You have encountered Christ like the women did. And that takes us to our next point, the emergency 999. Time is of the essence. We are now living in a, in a situation, we can call it the COVID age, the COVID time, 
when this virus is taking lives. But something that is happening every week, we give God thanks for the for the key staff, for the nurses, the doctors, especially the ambulance, the first responders, we give God thanks for them. But I also think time is of the essence. The women were told by disciples and they were told by Jesus to move quickly to bring that good news that would change life. And so I believe we are in a situation today when it is an emergency situation. And me and you are the first responders. We are the people that need to take the gospel out. There is no time to stand. There is no time to wander. We have to move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to move and take this gospel out to one and to all. The angel answered them, fear not. What are you looking for? He's not here. Come and see the place where they have laid him. There was an urgency, emergency. Take the gospel out. Go and tell the disciples so they can take the gospel out to Jerusalem, to Judea, and to the other parts of the world. On this resurrection day, we have an emergency. We have to declare Coronavirus, virus, COVID-19, we declare you dead in the name of Jesus. COVID-19, we send you back to sender. COVID-19, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of God. On this resurrected Sunday, on this Easter day, COVID-19, we say go, go, go from God's world. Go from whence thou camest. The Lord is alive. He is risen. He will protect his own. Let's talk to others about Jesus, friends. Have you heard what the Lord has done? Let us go and testify about what he has done. When we experience his healing, that's the best time to tell others. When we experience his miracle, that's the best time to tell others. We have a story to tell like the women. The women were told to go and take this gospel and the deed. They were told to go quickly, hence the emergency. And my friends, I want to assure you that we need to prepare ourselves because when this phase is over, hallelujah, and things return back to normal, there is an emergency there is a dying world waiting for you, waiting for me to share the good news of the resurrection Christ, the good news of salvation. Let us be the first responders. Let us go quickly, just as Jesus encouraged the disciples to do. Just as the angels encouraged the disciples to do. Amen? Let us strike while the high on is up. Let us move ahead and take the gospel to others. Hallelujah. Praise God. Take the gospel to the utmost parts of the earth. Suddenly, Jesus appeared to them. What the angels told them, Jesus confirmed. Amen? Jesus appeared to them confirming that I am the Lord your God. I sent the angels to you. Now, 
I am confirming that I am alive. And Jesus said, hello. He greeted them. Today, Jesus says hello to you. Jesus greets you. Jesus salutes you. Jesus embraces you this Easter 2020. Hallelujah. And I pray that you receive his greeting. And that greeting is about a personal encounter that you need with Jesus, the I am that I am. He is the rose of Sharon. He is alive. He is well. So do not be afraid. The stone will be removed. No more weeping. No more mourning. The stone has been removed. You can rejoice now. You can celebrate. Because Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. When the encounter is present, the Bible tells us that they fell down and they worshipped him. That's what we've got to do. We've got to be worshippers daily falling at the feet of Jesus. Daily worshipping. Jesus. And that leads me to my final point is to encourage us to avoid setback. To avoid setback. The stone was removed. The nails were gone. Nothing could hold him down. Nothing would hold you down because Jesus had the triumphant victory so that you and I become triumphant in our lives in Jesus' name. Don't be afraid. Go and take the gospel. Go to Galilee. And this is very significant. Asking the women to go to Galilee. Because what happened, that was where Jesus met them first. And so they returned back to their formal life. That was a wrong move they made. And today I encourage you on this Easter day, avoid setbacks, especially when you experience trials, especially when you experience difficulties. Avoid setbacks so that you can rise up in Jesus' name. Avoid setbacks, move forward, Move on in the power of the Holy Spirit. Move on in the power of the Holy Spirit. Avoid setbacks so that God himself would be glorified in Jesus' name. They return back to Galilee. And what Jesus is saying to them, I would be ahead of you. I don't want you to make the same mistake. I don't want you to go back to your past life. And there are times when we have trials in life and we are tempted to return back to the past. We are tempted to return back to the past. So I encourage you, friends, do not return back to the past. Be strong in the Lord. Don't go back to Galilee. Don't go back to what you used to do because of trials and setback. Jesus is alive. Jesus went and told them, let's go fishing for souls. I will make you fishers of men. And so church, 
The time has come. Let us go fishing. Let us take souls very seriously. God guide you. God guide me. God guide us as a church as we take our discipleship very serious. Go in the name of the Lord. The enemy shall not stop you. From today, you will walk in authority. From today, you will walk in victory. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. We're going to have our prayers of intercession. Okay, I'll say the prayer for world peace. The Lord be with you. Father God, we ask for your peace throughout the world. You are a God of peace. You declare in your word that you leave your peace with us and you give us your peace. Father, I pray that the world would embrace your peace at a time such as this. We pray for peace within the nations. In areas of conflict and unrest. We pray for peace within families. We pray for peace within ourselves. And we pray that you would give us a special anointing to make us ambassadors of your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. The Lord be with you. Father, we pray for all those affected by COVID-19. We pray for the nurses and doctors. We pray for the cleaners, the healthcare assistants, and all who walk in the hospitals, all who walk in the nursing homes. We pray, Lord, for those who have lost loved ones as a result of COVID-19. Many families across the world, different countries, families in our church, all who suffer loss as a result of this. We pray for all those who are unwell, that your healing will be upon each and every one this resurrected Sunday. Let many people be healed so that the world would know that you are alive, dear Lord. Watch over your wall and all that dwell therein and keep all safe and well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Sister Leanne would now pray for the Church of Christ throughout the world. Let us pray. Father God, we give you thanks and praise for our church, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the brethren who are gathered unto your name around the world, Lord. We thank you for the knowledge of you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for their continued faithfulness to you, Lord. And in this time, Father God, I pray that you would help us to just have direction, Lord, that we will not be wrapped up in our sorrows, in, in the um, suffering, Father God, but rather we will be plugged into you, Lord. We will be wrapped up in all that you have to say in this time, Lord. And I pray, just as Uncle John has said, Lord, that we will have a desire to spread your good news, Lord, to spread your love, to spread your peace, Lord, but most importantly, to spread the message of the cross, Lord, to spread, spread the news of salvation, to spread the news that you are alive, Lord, that death has been defeated, Lord, that sin no longer has its hold, Lord. So I pray, Father God, that you will just strengthen the church in this time. We may not be in our building, Father God, but I think it's a blessing in disguise, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that we don't have any buildings to distract us, Father God, any buildings to take away from the true work of you, Lord. So I pray, Father God, that the buildings will be taken care of, Lord, but I pray that you'll help us to take care of people, Father God. Help us to have a passion for one another, Lord. Help us to have a love for one another, for the community. Community, Lord, that we will rise up as true Christians, Lord, as two men and women of God, Lord, sending out your love, Lord, sending out your compassion, sending out charity, Father God, to one another. And I pray, Lord, that in this time, Lord, that we will not cease to seek call on your name, that we will not cease to open the word of God, Lord, and look to what you are saying. Father. I thank you for the pastors and the, the um, priests, Lord, around the world who are leading their churches in whatever way possible, Lord. I pray for the churches who may not have these devices and apps that we have, Father God, but are finding themselves in, diff in different times, Lord. I pray that you would continue to encourage them, Lord, continue to link them, Father God. Link us as a community, link us as the body of Christ, cords of love that cannot be broken, Lord. And I pray, Father God, that as we are meeting in our homes, Lord, that your blessings will be upon the hearts of the church, Father God, that your peace will be upon the home of the church, Father God. And I pray that we will continue to be your temple, Lord. We will continue to be used by you, Father. And I pray that your spirit just pour out afresh, Lord. Pour out afresh in a different kind of way, Lord. That we will see ourselves touched, Father God. That we will see, Father God, your miracles being done in this time. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Help us not to be distracted or to miss it, Lord, because of the woes, rather. Rather, help us to lift our eyes onto you, our maker, and our help, Lord. You said when we are weak, you are strong, Lord. So in this time, Lord, you be the strength of the church, Father God. You be our pillar in this time, Father God. You know the corruption that may have been going on in the church before this time as well, Father God. Things that have been displeasing you, Lord. I ask your forgiveness, Lord. I ask your forgiveness, Lord, that you will see us and have mercy, Lord. And I pray that you will turn us to a new time, Lord, a new time in you, Father God. We will not be distracted by finances and, 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 and the business side of church, Lord, but we will be committed to the cause, Lord, to the love for one another, the love for our neighbours, just you, as you have said, Father God, and love for you. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. I pray that this time will give us a passion. A passion for you. I thank you for Stephanie Green. I thank you, Father God, for standing I thank you for all of the churches on the Uncle John's name. And we just lift them up, Lord. And we ask that you encourage us and help us to encourage one another. Thank you for what the church is doing. And in Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rian. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Amen. We're going to go into a time of communion now. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, it is indeed right, it is our joy and our salvation. Always and everywhere to give you thanks through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You created all things and made us in your own image. When we had fallen into sin, you gave your only Son to be our Saviour. He shared our human nature and died on the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand in glory. Where he lives forever to pray for us through him, you have sent your holy and life-giving Spirit and made us your people, a royal priesthood to stand before you to proclaim your glory and celebrate your mighty acts. And so with all the company of heaven, we join in the unending hymn of praise, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. We praise you, Lord God, King of the universe, through our Lord Jesus Christ, who on the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this and eat it. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Therefore, Father, as he has commanded us, we do this in remembrance of him, and we ask you to accept our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Grant that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we will receive your gift of bread and wine, may share in the body and blood of Christ. Make us one body with him. Accept us as we offer ourselves to be a living sacrifice and bring us with the whole creation to your heavenly kingdom. We ask this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us be quiet and just Give God thanks in our lives. In our communion service today, let us remember those who are housebound among us. Let us pray that God would strengthen them. Let us remember those who are bereaved among us as well. 
Let us remember those members of our church whose names have just called. That God would strengthen each and every one. And as we receive communion together, they would receive a special strength from the Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. The bread we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in the one love. In the comfort of your home, draw near with faith and receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ which was given for you and his blood which was shed for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We shall now receive the body of Christ and we shall eat together. The body of Christ, take and eat. Body of Christ, take and eat. The body of Christ, let us eat and be thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. Blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ, let us now drink and be thankful in Jesus' name. And now let us pray. We thank you, Lord, that you have fed us in the sacrament, united us with Christ, and given us a foretaste of the heavenly banquet prepared for all people. Amen. I'll do some announcements now. On behalf of myself and Sister Olive and the boys and all the elders of the church, I wish you all a blessed, happy Easter in Jesus' name. Try to have a wonderful Easter so that God be glorified. As we have shared this morning, he is alive and he lives forevermore in Jesus' name. The, our Bible book for the month of April is the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John is the book for the month, so please remember to do your Bible reading day after day. On Wednesday, 7.15, we continue with our time of prayer on Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. Remember to download the Zoom video app and as I said earlier on, I would let you know 
when we would be using that most likely for Bible study. I also ask and encourage um, members to do the best they can to do their tithes and offering online and if they can't then of course they would um, put their money aside. And as you all know, when you're doing that, remember Compassionate Offering as well for the month of April. I want to encourage everyone to remember to pray for one another and for us to contact those who are elderly among us so that we would be encouraging them when, from time to time, when we get in touch with them. But above all, keep safe, stay home, and keep prayerful in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Now I shall actually give the blessing as we bring our Sabbath to a close now. The blessing of God the Father Almighty, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Rest, remain, and abide with us all, and keep us in God's love this Easter Sunday, 2020, henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you, everyone. God bless you. Happy Easter to you, sir. 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 Happy Easter to you, sir